Well, welcome back to unpaidmoviecritics.com. Today I'm here and joined by the illustrious member of the Detroit Film Critics Society and the woman who has more hit singles in the UK than Kylie Minogue, Miss Becky Fixel. Oh, Mr. Simetz. So I have a question for you before we even get started. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Uh, hype guy here. Oh, so I'm a hype guy. You are my hype guy. All you do, you make up stuff all the time, but it's fine. Um, what were you Who doing doesn't? in San Diego? What did you go to San Diego? I was I was at the unofficial, well, I guess it's official. It was a San Diego special edition Comic-Con. What is the difference between regular Comic-Con and special edition Comic-Con? The regular Comic-Con's good. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I honestly, I had a really nice day. Honestly, it was really fun, but it was definitely, um, I, you can't even say it was scaled down. It was scaled down from WonderCon, which is like 75 steps down from Comic-Con. Comic-Con, when you go to Comic-Con, it's like Wednesday through Sunday, and sometimes I don't go on Sunday, but it's like wall-to-wall jammed. Mm -hmm. You're going to kill yourself by the end, and you forget what real world is about. Like, the only important things are signed posters. And there's activations and stuff like that, right? There's like experiences. Okay. Yeah, experiences, activations. Here, there was a couple little things like you get to walk through a La Brea, um, simulation where there was like fake woolly mammoths that took 17 minutes yeah it's at that show la brea okay where things fall in the hole or something and there's time and it's a you you went back in time or something i don't know and they had one for hbo max is peacemaker okay um and that was like an obstacle course which i didn't run because it was it started after like a certain point at comic-con i'm like this time like i'm not doing this but um, the outside was really cool because they had like his like little trailer and they had a, a little food truck and they had some photo ops and stuff. It was kind of neat. Uh, those two things were fun. Okay. And then uh, what, inside what was the Comic-Con. rest of it? Just meet and greets for signatures or? There was no one there, like not one oh. celebrity. I mean, Brent Spiner was there, who's okay. data from Star Trek Next Generation. That's but I put celebrity in quotes. Um I, I do feel like it, it It just was basically walked around, looked at the vendors and the artists and things like that. So basically uh, you went to Detroit Comic-Con. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Motor City um, Comic-Con. Because we have, I mean, they have a couple panels here and they have like two rows and people come in for about an hour and we'll charge you to sign stuff. And, yeah. but the rest of it is vendors and, you know, it's just used to be at Kobo. Now it's at All right. Urban Show Place and it's just a little geek fest but that's it yeah and that was it was a lot of the same people you see every convention the wall of t-shirt the t-shirt tower guys you can look at your t-shirts that the shirts all look folded like they've been put in boxes here and shipped to every con they go to Mm -hmm. um which is fine i mean it's always fun to see stuff and oh look it's the wall of funko pops again and but it's funny because we were going through and like the funko pops used to be 10 bucks yeah and now they're 15 and i was like is that is it because it's at um, Comic Con or is it because of the shipment delays and stuff? You think? Or I the don't holidays? know. Well, these are older. Like they weren't like new stuff. I mean, they were new, but they were common. So it wasn't like it was like chases or anything. It was like I don't I don't know what the ramifications or the reality of it was, but I was like fifteen bucks. That's a lot. It's a big jump, you know, and uh, 
you know, it's funny because you just don't know who the vendors are. Like, are these the same vendors and they come yeah. together and they have like seven booths throughout Comic-Con. They spread them out to the floor, which happens quite a bit. Um, and a lot of vendors I'm used to seeing at regular Comic-Con were not there. Okay. So it was, uh, it was interesting. Okay. You well. know, it was good. I'm glad I went. And then afterwards, we went to uh, meet up with my friend Billy for dinner in Oceanside. And then uh, so we saw him. I got to make fun of him for a good hour. So that was always a great release. And then uh, he's like, oh, I'm Billy. And then uh, <laughs> he's like, oh, I got food. I'm like, I know, Billy. You got Poor food. Billy. Every time. And then he, he hobbled out to the car and hobbled back. That, that was nice, you know. And then... Um, Oh, I, and what I didn't know, Oceanside is the filming location of Animal Kingdom on TNT. Okay. And I started watching that through the pandemic, so it was fun to get. We ran through some of the filming locations, so, so that was cool. kind of neat. So it was a fun day. I mean, it wasn't bad. Drive was pretty easy. You know, it's like two and a half hours. Was um, it busy? We missed traffic. No. Oh well, okay. Because everybody wants the real Comic Con. They don't want Quasi Con. Well, I feel like they also didn't promote it. Like my friend okay. actually called me the day before and was like is comic-con happening this weekend like he was confused by it and i was like yeah it is but it's special edition comic-con so and i was like you can come with me and he's like i don't want to spend the money for for this you know and a lot of people were like why am i coming in for three days when i could do everything in two hours and it was true right do everything in two hours so they didn't Um, have their they didn't have the main comic-con this year they just had the little small abridged one okay Right, and we, I think that the, what they were doing, and I think that was really, really smart, actually, of CCI, because they wanted to test the waters. Right. Like, let's with see if we can feasibly knows? do this. You know, and now with this new variant, I mean, so many things are happening. Yeah. You know, events that I I went to, like, you know, we went to, I went to a Q&A for Hacks, uh, the TV show on HBO, mm-hmm. on Wednesday. A lot of fun. Had a great time. Uh, and you know, but I brought something to get signed, which I usually do. And they were like, the security was like, no, you can't talk to the panelists, nothing. And I was like, really? okay. And then That's they were crazy. talking to some people and well, that they know them. I'm like, I don't think they know them if they're getting a selfie, but whatever. Right. So, um, but the party was off the hook. I gotta tell you, it was great, but cool. it was just wild. Did you get anything signed though? No, no. Well, you know, and I have um, January is supposed to be for CES in Vegas. Oh, yeah. It's in person again. They have a digital one, but I still haven't received anything about signing up for that. First of all, I always get sick in Vegas before COVID. Yeah. Every trip I get food poisoning. So that's another issue. But Vegas is, um, <laughs> I know, every time I go to I Vegas. Mean, is, it, is it Vegas's fault or is that a fixable fault? No, it's Vegas. Oh, my it's- gosh. Hashtag. Fixable fault. <laughs> and no, but it's we've it's been both times I was there, food poisoning, different restaurants, no rhyme or reason. And I'm like, come on, this is a little ridiculous. But I'm not gonna go to Vegas. We're still in the I'm ignoring you. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. Right. With this new variant that they have found in California and a few other states now. So I'm like, yeah, no, not happening. Not gonna, not doing it in person yet. Yeah, it's interesting. I had an event on Tuesday with Dan Stevens for his new movie and they, I just got a notice they canceled the reception. The Q&A is still going, but the reception got canceled. And I was like, 
<clears throat> what's the point? Right. I mean, the Q&A. Well, I canceled. <laughs> well, yeah, it's canceled for you. But like press is going to go because they're going to want the stories for whatever, you know. But I mean, honestly, like there's so many Q&As. It's like you can only sit through so many, I, I, you know. God bless it. It's it's very patented. It's very like there's nothing revelatory. Like you go there to see somebody, get a picture, or whatever it is, or you know that's what people a lot of people go for now to get right. the picture for the ground. Um, and then Sunday I have a Q and A for West Side Story. Okay. With most of the cast there, I'm curious how that's going to go. I don't know if people are going to be like, oh, COVID restrictions and ah, uh, you know. Um, but it's interesting how everything is selective. Right. But it's, you know, you know, it's like the same thing here, though, for some of our screenings, Netflix requires us to take tests before yeah. every screening. Um, Paramount, we have to fill out a form and sign a waiver. And then the uh, some of them just don't give a crap. But, you know, yeah. it depends on the studio and who's running it. Exactly. And um, it's interesting. And some of them, I, like there was an event here called the Contenders. It was like an all day thing. And you got to do they did tests on site. Mm hmm. And then you had to wait for your test to be cleared and go. And then you also had to be vaccinated, which I, I'm like, yeah, great. But at least yeah. they felt like, okay, everyone, no one has it. So you're good to go yeah. for the most part. You know, I mean, relatively speaking, it's fairly safe. Well, so then you can feel moment, like you can have an event. Everyone in there is safe. And that's, you know, when we had our screening days this week for Wednesday, we had two Netflix ones back to back. So anybody who sat in them had to be, you had to be vaccinated and show the negative test. So oh. we knew that morning everybody was safe. I mean, it's a small group anyhow, but, you know, it was nice and a little reassuring that, you know, we didn't have to worry as much. Well, yeah, I mean, and, you know, if you're in a screening where everybody had to be vaccinated, for the most part, right. I feel very comfortable that right. they were checking that. Like, and this at the event that for HBO, like, they, everyone had to have a vax card, they had to show it, you know, and not that I don't feel... I. <clears throat> I don't feel personally, I'm like, I'm not one of those people who I feel like everyone has to be vaccinated. I feel like it's everyone's choice to get done, but I encourage it because I think it's smart, but if, if people don't want to do it, yeah, you know, that's their choice. I mean, everyone has choices in life. I don't feel like I'm taking anyone's choices away is what we should be doing. However, if an event like from HBO and they say, Hey, if you want to come, you have to be vaccinated. I fully support that mm -hmm. because it's it's not something that anyone needs to do to live. I mean, let's be real. I can live without going to an event for hacks and meeting Gene Smart. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, you so, could, but you'd be sad and mopey like you were all through lockdown. Well, yeah, I mean, but think about it. So, I mean, like, but then again, like I told my friend, uh, he's not vaccinated for health reasons. Mm -hmm. um, he has an issue with, you know, you know, platelets and things like that. And I was like, dude, you're gonna get vaccinated. You're not gonna come to any events with me anymore. <laughs> right? They're not gonna let him in. And they're not gonna let you in. And just, they don't, you know. And I told, and I was talking to him about it yesterday, and I said, it makes sense to me because it's like they they have to do a blanket. Yeah. They can't say, oh, well, you have a restriction because you're this, and then there's it's too hard. And so they, they have, have to make to, it a blanket statement. They have to for events like this. themselves too, because you know somebody gets it or somebody dies after getting it. They're yeah. family potentially can go after them because they didn't do what they had to you know yeah and you're you have to be you know it's due diligence right you know and i support the due diligence i think it's i think it's a smart thing and i think that uh 
they need to do it. The studios need to do it. And I mean, Netflix is being really good about it. I think that doing the rapid testing, I'm sure it's expensive for them. But if you're putting on the expense of, I mean, dude, this event for hacks, I got to tell you, open bar. Nice. Which is normal. But they right. had they had chefs on site preparing food. It wasn't a buffet where you serve yourself, but they would right. put like a, a bowl of artichoke and olive pasta in a window. You took it. And then they had a full primary of carving station. And then they had, uh, you know, like a whole vegan option. They had caviar on like crisps they were walking around with. It was pretty sick. I'm not going to say they had full shrimp cocktail with a giant ice sculpture mm-hmm. and like beautiful shrimp. And I was like, yes, please. You're like, I didn't um, bring extra pockets with me, darn. I know. And that's the funny thing. Cause you look at it and you're like, well, I guess if you're spending this much money, you might as well do the rapid testing. Right. <laughs> I mean, like. Well, you that's know. the thing too. They also, I mean, something you and I know as people that run our own small businesses, when we were working from home exclusively in lockdown, we had a lot less expenses and a lot less yeah. write-offs. So right now, while, yeah, those tests are expensive, those, they're writing them all off as a business. Yeah. So they're catching up. So I don't feel bad. I mean, Netflix has been over generous and I have a stack of these. So, you know, I have them if we so should need them, but right. I'm glad I don't have to pay for them. Exactly. You know, I mean, if I had to, I would write it off because that's what I would have to do to continue running my business. Yeah. And I gotta tell you that the theater itself was half full. Yeah. It wasn't even full. Um, and usually, you know, you tell SAG actors there's free food and it's like they'll, they'll crawl over their mother to get there, you know, but um, <laughs> this time it was kind of funny. <laughs> oh bless so la man you know what i'm know, saying like know, it's, it's real we have a guy that comes to some of our screenings at sag oh oh so, yeah he's been showing up um the last couple weeks i've seen him and somebody said oh yeah he's from sag and i was like here okay all right well detroit i mean i was uh eligible i think in detroit for doing industrials and some other stuff that they did Oh, okay so you know I don't know anything. I know his first name and that's about it. So, you know, I don't know anything else, but. But what have we, I want to know what you've seen. Tell me some of the movies you've seen and you like. Yeah, because, okay, if everyone doesn't know, since Becky is an illustrious member of the Detroit Film Critics Society, she has Wait. a tattoo actually. Not that yet. goes like right here um, on her arm. I and am. she's like, and it's like, it, it, it glows when she walks in the door. I am looking at getting a couple tattoos and that is not on the list, but thank you. Um, we had our screening days this week. So there were two, yeah, it was Tuesday and Wednesday and there were four to five movies a day. That's kind of crazy. I don't think you can really appreciate a movie like that. Just my well, humble opinion. I was selective on some because some I had seen some um, I personally chose a link for because I didn't want I figured one of them was ending the first day it started at 730 we started uh, that day we ended up starting at 10 not um, or I'm sorry noon not 10 and I chose the link for wolf because it started at 730 and I knew that I wouldn't get home until probably 1030 and I would probably be super grouchy the next day. So it's like, you know what? I'll take the link early. I'll watch it at home. So I'm just not a grouchy bitch the next day because that right. is a distinct possibility. You know, sitting in a movie all day and I have my giant sweatshirt blanket thing that I'm wearing because you're in a movie all day. So you're going to get cold. 
Um, it really wasn't too bad. And I actually got a portable heating pad that runs off a USB drive. Um, you sound like you're 50. I'm just I saying. I, I got cool. my heating pad. I just settled in for a day of movies. And oh my gosh, I'm so cold. Okay, my but hands we're in a movie chilly. theater for 12 hours. You're going to get That's cold. That's crazy, though. I don't it understand. Is. Like, I, you can't really appreciate these films. Well, some of them, well, okay. And that's the thing. So they are put up by people who say, all right, I really want to see this one on the big screen. And it's, you know, a movie that 90% of these I would never have chosen. Yeah. So that's why I said next year, I have to be a little more vocal myself and at least one other member and say, okay, can we see this one? Um, and then afterwards, like, yesterday at noon we had to have our uh, ballot picks all of us had to send those in already or yeah and we have to vote by and our results come out monday so today wow yeah it's but that's why i said when i said i want to have time to think till thursday that that was why (laughs) um and sunday sunday at 6 p.m i have to have all my votes into them for Mm. you know best show best actor all of that thankfully it's just wow right so i already had to submit my choices for that yesterday wow so it seems early doesn't oh it, it? is really early like so, matrix isn't even out yet like how do you know i know and that somebody one person in our group was arguing that because he's like i don't feel this is right since matrix isn't out um we also have Kingsman and a bunch of other yeah. ones um and they said that next year they may move it forward, but that's discussion. They already had these dates set. Um, I think New York announced their picks today too. So Detroit and New York are ahead of the game. So when this goes live, our actual, you know, the winners of the awards from our film critics society will be live. So then you get no more swag. Is that what you're saying? No, that's still coming in. But how, if you're already out there? That's the thing. I don't, that's, I don't know. Um, we still have all the FYC movies coming in, all of these packs. I don't know how it works from that point. I'm just, they just send them on their own timeline. So, because I know I have something coming Monday or Tuesday. So I do Mm. not know, but you wanted to know what we saw, right? Yeah. I also want to know what other cool stuff you've gotten so I can lust after it and try to swag, swigger, swigger myself through it. That's my new word. Swigger. All right, so I actually took a screenshot of the schedule, so I didn't lose it, and I've lost it. Okay, the first day um, they canceled, we had a screening of Flea, but we have a copy of that in the neon book. So, and it's an animated one I haven't watched yet, but it's on our list, so I have to watch it this weekend. Then we okay. saw Parallel Mothers with uh, Penelope Penelope Cruz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. How was it? Uh, it's okay. It, there was a point where they should have ended the movie and then it just kept going for 40 minutes. Oh. Um, and then I was expecting more of a twist and it wasn't there. So, but it's based off a book, I think. So. All right. Yeah. Then we saw West Side Story. How was it? I'm not a fan of West Side Story before. Let, let's just. I'm not either. I'm curious. I mean, I, I hear good things. So. So it's, it's not bad but it's darker than the original um okay and then they didn't change enough in my opinion to justify remaking it so it's still it's like a little step back in time you still have all of the uh the the racial slurs you still have you know there's still yeah there's still all of that and then 
I was happy to see that like Rita Marina was in it. She was playing the older lady in the shop. Mm-hmm. So at least they brought her back. But um no George Chikaris? I don't think so, no. No. Nope. She won the Oscar for that movie. So did she. Did she win for that too? Mm-hmm. She was oh, Anita. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that one for me was an okay. It was just like it, but I'm not a fan of the original, so I'm probably the, the wrong person to ask. I don't like musicals myself. I'm, I, I love like musicals. Well, but that, is it long? Oh, yeah. Two and a half hours. Everything's two and a half hours. Why, Lord? Why? Because mm, apparently that's all they did during the pandemic. Um, <laughs> and then we saw Cyrano. Oh. Which with Peter Dinklage playing Cyrano de Bergerac. And yep. that also a musical. Oh. Which was my first thought because first like it starts and i'm like okay we all know the story of cyrano that it's you know yeah know this first five minutes they're singing and seriously somebody said is this another musical because it was right after west side story but uh, it was really good really so, right yeah so that was one that i think is huh. not going to get the attention that it probably should while west side story everybody will go because they know the name and Sierra knows well, they know the songs and they know it's easy you know what I mean right. it's easily accessible and it's it Spielberg I mean you know it is but it's it's a little darker and honestly right now coming I mean I say this coming out of a pandemic we're still in a pandemic do we need dark movies do we need darkness added to something that already I mean it had a heavy weight to it anyhow right and then it just got darker so and Agreed. then they followed it up with wolf which i am so glad i watched at home because it is slow it is i just no no ouch what is that one i, I don't remember hearing that one wolf is about a young boy who thinks he's a wolf um so his parents send him to a mental hospital where other teens who believe they are animals are and he falls in love with a girl who is played by johnny depp's daughter Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I have heard this one. It is weird. It is weird. Well, I mean, yeah. I ended up speeding it up at the end because I could not watch it at normal speed. It was that slow and quiet. And if I had finished that first day with that, I would have been so mean the next day. So. Ouch. Yeah. And then Wednesday was Don't Look Up, the new Netflix one that comes out the day before Christmas. The, oh, with Johnny Depp, not Johnny Depp, DiCaprio. Uh, DiCaprio, and Jennifer Lawrence, and that one is hilarious. So yeah. definitely, when it comes on Netflix, if you can watch it. And then was the Lost Daughter, which was also Netflix, which I skipped because I have a screener. So mm-hmm. that one, I was like, I'm just gonna go out and get coffee, and I'll be back. And we came back, and we're like, okay, well, well, we picked up lunch too, and we're like, we'll go sit and watch you know, the last 20 minutes of the movie, we don't care. Um, walked in on a very, very weird sex scene. So we took our okay. food back in the lobby. Because uh, <laughs> we're like, yeah, we're not going to sit through this because one, it wasn't going to make sense anyhow. But Oh yeah, obviously. But it was really, really awkward and weird. So yeah. we just, it was time to go. And Awkward then, and weird, I like it. I don't know. I don't even know that it makes me want to actually sit and watch the movie. Then was Swan Song from Apple TV. Oh, Apple TV. Yeah, which wasn't bad. It was just 
it reminded me of like an artistic version of the sixth day oh okay because he's having a clone made of him to take his place because he's dying and he doesn't want his family to know so oh yeah interesting right so it's interesting but probably not one that i'd ever need to see again um and then we followed it and ended it with nightmare alley oh and you didn't like that i it wasn't yeah no and actually there was one that was added after that what was added after that one that i decided not to watch oh licorice pizza ah and then so then thursday before i got my ballot in i had to watch um being the ricardos which I hear is really good. Yes, that one was really good. So I hear Nicole is really good in it. She really is. I was very skeptical and she did yes. very, very good. So Nicole Kidman actually doesn't get, I don't think she gets a lot of the credit that she deserves. Right. And, and it's really interesting because she is such a good actress. Um, you know, Moulin Rouge is one of my favorite movies. I know. And she's so good in it. But I mean, every role she does, she brings something to it. And she is kind of a chameleon where she can kind of blend in right. to, to different things. I don't think she gets the credit. I think people just, you know. Well, in her acting, I mean, and it, I don't know if it says anything about her acting, but her, the role she has chosen since her divorce from Tom Cruise, she does, she has great roles. Yes. But I think that's more, she's allowed to make the choices in what she's doing not somebody else controlling her career so well, I, right that's nothing to do with her acting ability that is having the freedom of controlling her own career so you know yeah well i mean and she does weird movies i mean there was dog i was Dogtown or dogsville where it was like there was no set and it was just lines on the floor um and she'll pick these weird little artistic movies to do which i respect i mean i don't want to see them all but i mean i, was, I respect it. the fact that people do it you know she's at that point in her career that she can do that so you know you know and even trying comedy stepford wives was not a good movie but you know well, what she tried it's not, a, it's not a horrible movie though because oh it kind of is it really it, kind it of is, is but it's still no, no, one it that really I would watch occasionally because you know going in it's a horrible movie so if you you know yeah. It's like some of those, if you go in with the set expectation, um, like there's one that's in theaters now that I'm not going to say the name of, you go in knowing that it is going to be a campy train wreck. Oh, you're talking about Gucci. Maybe. If you go in with that in mind, then that is, you're going to enjoy it because you're not putting that much focus on it. Well, I hear Gaga is really good in it. And I hear Lido is really good in it well like she just won some some award for that movie well and that's okay so i will say with all of the choices out there the house gucci hardly got mentioned at all in any of the nominations from our group and there are people like tearing us up and it's like the gaga army is coming for us because we didn't put her in for it i'm <laughs> cracking up going oh this is gonna be fun this is just fun to watch you know because i mean okay i understand you guys love her but she, not everything she does is gold and deserves everything there's other actors out there doing a great job too you know yeah i mean i didn't see it so i you know I, i've been a kind of a moratorium on depressing dark movies oh, and this time of year it's all the i mean and maybe that's not depressing and dark but there are so many movies that are just like i i don't want to see kids 
pretend, you know, have mental problems that right. think they're animals. I, I just don't want to see it. I don't want to see these movies where it's like, like Alley, you don't you know, like see mass. It. Like, okay, I thought it was about you know priests and and maybe a musical that they were dancing around. No, no, it's mass shooting. No, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. and right now I know that one made like the list locally. And while we were in the, was it Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, there was a shooting in Oxford and that's 20 minutes from where we were. Right. And I'm like, I can't watch this stuff, you know, but I will say some of the lists, you know, like the documentaries, you know, at least like on our list, Roadrunner made the cut. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I can't even remember the rest of the list right now. But I mean, Roadrunner is a bit dark because it's Anthony Bourdain and what, you know, his death and all of that. But it was so good. So, you know, make exceptions for some of them, maybe. But yeah, I can't watch one about mass shootings, especially it's a little tender right now. So, yeah, it's just really. I mean, and I love um, I love Ann Dowd. I think Mm -hmm. she's so good. Handmaid's Tale, she rocks it. Talk about dark, but. Right. I mean, she just is so good. And I was actually excited to see it. And I just went, nah. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I have the I have the screener out in the living room. And I'm going to, we got some other artistic ones and um, like Pray Away and a couple others. I'm like, no, I'm not watching this. I'm sorry. I don't want to know about, you know, um, what are they even called? the camps where they pray away the gay. Right. I don't want, I don't want to watch this. And I know, you know, even like some of the movies that are out right now are depressing or have a depressing type ending like Belfast, you know, it's about Belfast in the sixties and all the, the disruption and then people fleeing and leaving their families and all of that. It's a little dark. It was a good you movie. You liked that movie though, right? Yeah, it was good. I mean, I don't think it would be one that I would normally personally choose to see, mm-hmm. but it was, it was a good movie and it's, it's artistic, but the end leaves you in this kind of gut punch. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. It bums me. It bums me out that you didn't like Nightmare Alex. I was excited for that one. Well, yeah, but you and Guillermo I. Guillermo del Toro is actually a really interesting director because he's either every time I see I'm so excited for his movies mm-hmm. I get so exactly. so excited I'm like oh his visuals are so great and he's so good and da, 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 da. And the nicest man in the world I could talk you know he talks to you for hours and then I see his movies and I'm like it's always like oh so here's the thing I love his except movies. Pan's Labyrinth I mean right. that's just you know and I, but uh what was it Shape of known, Water I really liked he's known well. for being dark right which Nightmare yeah. you would assume would be one of those dark films I don't think it went dark enough. Oh. And yeah, so that's the the problem. Like the visuals were there. Like the beginning, you're in a carnival and it's this 40s carnival. Yeah, I think thinking of the, yeah, it's about the time World War II is kicking off. So early mm-hmm. 40s. So, but the architecture is gorgeous. Right. The movie is gorgeous, but the story just kind of went. Meow. And that's what he's known for. His visuals are so right. fun. Like I remember seeing the the trailers for Hellboy two, and uh-huh. I hated I hated Hellboy. But you still I saw the second like, one, didn't you? And then I saw the visuals, and I'm like, oh, that looks so good. And the guy's eyes are doing this. And I'm like, oh, we got to see this. Is he's he's made up for Hellboy? I'm excited. No, no, no. But you know, 
it's one of those things. I love his visuals and I love the dark ones. But it's almost like when Tim Burton does the kind of fluffy, like the Alice in Wonderland. It's yeah. Tim Burton, but it's not. And that's kind of what this yeah. felt like. And then the yeah. story, like, it's kind of like uh, the Parallel Mothers one. It kind of could have ended sooner. And, and it got a little predictable. Like, I knew exactly where it was going. Yeah. I want a little mystery in here. So I'm sure his fans and people are of, who love Bradley Cooper are going to love the movie, though. So. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that's what I, every time, like some of these movies got out, there were some people were like, this is the best thing ever. And most of us were going, no. <laughs> so well, I remember seeing Crimson Peak, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so excited for Crimson Peak. And I saw it and I was like, this is, not only was it boring, yep. it, the this digital effects were so terrible with the blood and the, mm-hmm. I don't know what that stuff was. And it was like weird. And I was like, this is just awful. Right. I was really disappointed. And I mean, I liked Pac Rim. I will say I, I enjoyed Pac Rim quite a bit. It was a solid B plus in my book. Um, and I did work on it, so it definitely helps. But that does help. It does give you a little connection. <laughs> but uh, it, it was um, yeah, Crimson. Yeah, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed Pac Rim quite a bit more than I have. And it wasn't necessarily a, a Del Toro film. It was in some level with some of the yeah. dark humor, but it wasn't his normal visual because it was all it was more clunky with the robots and, you know rock'em sock'em robots but it was still very fun um, right but that's one of those ones that you had to go in with adjusted expectations well you know what you're gonna you get know. Like, yeah they're giant robots fighting dinosaurs from the middle of the earth right done right you don't go in thinking this is going to be you know a great piece of our generation you know so but no i mean I have, yeah, I have eight articles to write up this weekend, two more movies next week. And I think almost every day for the rest of the month is a movie review coming out. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, yeah. I looked at my editorial calendar and it's pretty packed. Yay. (laughs) Yay. Yay. Wow. Right. It's really, yeah. I mean, you know, and we get so much stuff here with FYC. So, you know, there's screenings galore. Right. Uh, and I haven't seen Ricardo's. It's on my list. I'm actually, I'm, I might go see that Monday. Well, that one hits uh, Amazon Monday, doesn't it? Does it? I think so. Uh, I only go if Nicole Kidman is there because she's Nicole Kidman and I adore her. Well, understandable. Um, but yeah, I, I want to see it. Um, but I don't think that one's as dark and heavy. No, some of the others. So go in with the expectation that you're not getting like a behind the scenes of filming of I Love Lucy. It's right. It's their personal life. And if you know anything about Lucy and Desi, they had quite oh, yeah. an interesting relationship. And it's taking place about the time period that she's being accused of being a communist. Right. So go in knowing that I found it fascinating. Like I, I love absolutely love the I love Lucy show always have grew up with it still will watch it today you know and it's one of those that afterwards I was I was happy that I saw it so you know that's some you know it's you just can't go in thinking that it's going to be a fluff show because it's not right I keep remembering I keep wanting going oh I should see King Richard yeah um but I'm then I'm like well it's actually it's Okay, so I don't do sports. 
I don't do sports movies. And it was actually really good. So the girls kind of outshine Will Smith. He'll win the awards, of course. But those little girls were so good. Will Smith has been trying to get an award for how so long. Like, and I like him. He's, you know, I, I think he's a good actor. Yeah. But he's been like, you know, he's been frothing for the Oscar, like Hillary Clinton's been frothing for the presidency. I mean, it's like. So is he like okay. the Susan Lucci of the Oscars? Well, I remember when he was doing um, Six Degrees of Separation, yeah. a movie I really enjoyed, um, which, I mean, it looked a little bit like the stage play, so it was kind of hard to get out of that, but I enjoyed the movie. And they were trying to get him then. And then um, he did. There was one movie that they kept saying he got snubbed for. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, and it was before he did Concussion. And they said that and he, until he was campaigning for Concussion. And it was the year before. And I, I just forgot what movie it was. And then with Concussion, he was doing the award circuit. And that didn't even get anywhere. And the movie died. Like, it didn't right. even make a million bucks or something. It was kind of nuts. Um, and then now he has this one. I think he's been just trying to angle and get the award. I mean, like, I get it. Like, you know, it's like, I can only imagine you're at a certain level and you haven't hit that. It's like, right. and, oh. I mean, and he is at a certain level because, I mean, people will fight to have him on a set. Right. You know, the man is loaded. He has a hell of a career. Yeah. But, yeah. And it could just be the roles he's choosing. I don't know. I mean, this one is really good. So, and that one is on HBO. So it's something that you could just pull up and watch at home. I know, but. I know there's a different experience in the theater than watching it at home. There really is. I keep seeing, I keep wanting to watch Dune, right? Which I know you didn't like it, but. But it's not my uh, There's a lot of people that love it. And, and And I'm like, oh, I should watch it. And then I don't. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it is. It, like I know I'm gonna be okay, and it's like I gotta just get through it, and I want to see it, but I, you know, at the same time, it's like you best buckle in for a long ride because that is two hours forty some minutes. Right. Right. And that's the thing. It's like okay, I there's just some movies I'm just like, well. I mean, okay, so putting it into perspective, like five minutes into that one, I wrote in my notes, "This is not the movie for me." I knew that Mm -hmm. five minutes in, um, two hours and 40 minutes, the new bond movie, I had no problem with. Right. That doesn't feel like it's almost three hours. Dune feels every minute of three hours, if not longer. So at least for me, but there's people that love Dune that are loving the film. Yeah. I mean, so I get it. Yeah, so, you know, but there's there's a lot out there right now. Now, you guys did go and see The Eternals, right? Did we already I did not. Uh, I saw, Scott saw The Eternals. Okay. He really liked it. Okay. I did not see it. Now, did he like it just because Angelina Jolie's in it? Or did he? Maybe. <laughs> uh, no, he said he really I mean, liked she's the in general. She, like, she... She's playing Athena or Athena. And, mm. you know, she can play the goddess well. She is gorgeous. But they use her for the center of the poster and she's not the focus of the movie. Right. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. To me, when I saw that, I was like, it just looked, the whole movie looked a little bit like been there, done that. I don't really feel a need to go and do it. This whole, like, actually, this phase of Marvel, I haven't seen Shang-Chi yet, which I hear well, is really good. It's really good. That one, I, but all for. All of the, the new Marvel movies in this round, I'm just, I'm a little, like, checked out. I think it's, we, well, one, we're in phase four. But I think it's also, we don't have a clear idea of where they're taking us with it yet. You know, the other ones yeah. had a path. We knew where, where, where it was heading. You know, we knew the end game was coming and all of that. Right. I mean, you know, now we have Hawkeye on Disney Plus, which is fun. It's, you know, it's, he's the family guy. So they, they made family friendly, which is good because Eternals had a sex scene, the first one for a Marvel film. So, you know, so now we're, we're yeah. going, pulling way back and we're going, okay, the family guy's back. Okay. I, I do think it's interesting. I, I don't know why I feel this way because there's been nothing to really warrant my, and, and, you know, it's just, I'm like, eh, I mean, it's like, you know, Marvel. a little bit. And I don't know if it's just the storytelling has gotten boring. Like, oh, look, a superhero, something happens to a guy and he becomes a superhero and he has to defeat X villain. I mean, how many times can you tell that story? I mean, we still have a Spider-Man coming up this year too. Yeah, which I mean, looks fun. And there's also uh, Flash, which also could be really good. Right. Which honestly, they both seem like the same kind of idea with bringing in the multiverse. And I, I'm like, I get it. It's fun to see, you know, it'd be fun to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield back as Peter Parker. Right. I, but that's it'd also... Be funner, it'd be more fun funner. if they didn't do it at the same time. Well, exactly. you know, what did we have come out? Um, it was 2019. We had Captain Marvel and Dark Phoenix. They're the yeah. same character. It's the same character. It was the same battle and the mm -hmm. same fight scene at the end. And it was like, okay, okay. And Dark Phoenix, mm -hmm. okay, I know she's an X-Men. That's what I got. But the fact that it was almost identical scene for scene at the end, I was like. Oh, and that movie was terrible. I, I've and never she been, was terrible. I've Sophie never Turner been a fan of X-Men movies. So X-Men movies are actually interesting. Um, and by the way, we're not talking about anything we were supposed to talk about today. No, so for both of you not. listening, I am sorry. It's um, I finally watched the movie last night because of that's my life lately. <laughs> so, Dark Phoenix? No, um, Pretty in Pink. <sighs> She's pretty in pink, isn't she? Caroline laughs and she's raining anyway, all day. Anyway, back to Dark so, Phoenix. <laughs> uh, it was such a bad film. I mean, honestly, the X-Men movies have had X1 was a solid B. I enjoyed it. It was good. Great. X2, A. Loved it. X3, what the F. Okay, so I've, I've probably seen all of them, but I will tell you, an ex-boyfriend forced me to go see X1, and right there, didn't like it from then on. So. Really? Yeah. I liked the first one. No, I wasn't a fan, but I was also mm. 17 and didn't want to see it and being dragged to oh. see. So, and then everyone after that, I'm just like, eh, <laughs> I've seen them, yeah. but it's just like, I'm not committed. I'm not in love with these characters. I don't 
give a crap. So, and I know there's a huge X-Men fandom out there. I'm just not it. The movies are like a wave. It's just, they're not, they're, there's there's more bad ones than good ones this round. Right. Like, you know, I, I enjoyed the new one when they did X-Men um, First Class. I thought that was really good. Uh, the next one they did with that group, it was First Class, and I think they did, I think Days of Future Past was before Apocalypse. Sure, I don't know. And I, I enjoyed Days of Future Past because they brought everyone together. It felt full circle. All right, fine, we're all done. <clears throat> then they did Apocalypse, if I'm, my timeline is right. Apocalypse was awful. And then the only thing, the only thing Dark I Phoenix was awful. They were in Deadpool. Is it Deadpool one or two? Two? Two. They're in both. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean where they have the scene where, you know, they're all in the library or whatever. That that's all I care about. So Oh yeah. That you know, they're just not my thing. But that's you know, right now Marvel, you should see Shang Chi. Um, that it's one on my list. Good. I have it uh, on Disney and uh, Disney Plus. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, um, I want to, see, and I do want to see it because I think it looks fun. I like the guy who's the lead. He seems I really charismatic. And the only thing, you know, and I went into that one, and it seems like this year. I mean, with Raya and the Lost Dragon, Shang Chi, she's in Swan Song, and I think something else. It is a Aquafina heavy year. Huh. And, and it's not that I don't like her. She just always seems to play the same type of character. She, I'm, I'm like, I was, okay, my friend Scotty would just brought this up. I know there's Scott and there's Scotty. I'm sorry. I know. For the both of you listening. But Scotty was like, if I, Aquafina is not Aquafina in this, and I can handle it. Um, well, and that's when she, she gets to Aquafina. In yeah. she, she starts out as Aquafina. And I was like, that was my big hang up going into that movie. I was like, I'm not a huge fan of hers. And it seems like, and I know we've said this before, everybody's in Marvel now. Who's mm-hmm. not in Marvel? The names are a lot less than the people that are a Marvel person now, right? Well, think about it. Michelle Pfeiffer is in Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Michael Douglas. I mean, even the older stars are bringing in. Everyone's going to be in a Marvel movie. Everyone's in Marvel, which to me almost takes some of the specialness away from it. Oh, but, yeah. You know, but at the beginning of Shang-Chi, she's very Aquafina, very much. And then mm-hmm. as it goes on, it's like she, she's believable as this character. And at the end, I actually really like her in that role. So I'm glad that she kind of pulled it out of like what I was afraid it was just going to be her being Aquafina. Right. And like I said, it's not that I don't like her. It's just she plays the same person. You know, she plays herself. It's almost right. like Nicolas Cage. He's the same person in every role. Yes, he is. So, you know, it's just kind of, it was nice to see that she can do something beyond that. Hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. Again, I don't know why I am ambivalent towards Marvel. And I don't feel I'm not excited about the new Thor movie. I'm not excited about uh, Doctor Strange The Thor movie has me really, I'm not that excited either. I'm not a huge fan of hers. And take Hemsworth out. Is it really Thor? Um, yeah, I, I don't think Natalie Portman's good enough to be that character. I don't know. I mean, she can. She's had some great roles in the past. I just don't love her in that role. Like her in Marvel, like her in the previous movie, you know, as Jane, I didn't like mm-hmm. her. She's all right. So, so, yeah, that's it. She was all right. And now she's taking the lead and the hammer. Oh, you're really going to have to sell it for me. I don't understand 
why some an actress who really hates the fans and hates geek movies does these movies like don't be in star wars then right? Right. don't be in don't marvel just don't do if you don't and you just seem like you're shitting on these movies constantly then maybe you shouldn't do them when now, they offer they them to you say no if they were to somehow like if this movie coming up the thor love and thunder i think it is right yeah love and thunder if Kat Denning was the one taking the role. If she was the one taking the the hammer and take gonna become Thor, I'd be all in. That could be really fun, right? I would. That she would, has the humor and that it, I right. can see it. That it's just Natalie Portman. I'm just like, oh, okay. she has the personality of white paste. Okay, I wouldn't go that far, but I've never met. Oh, I would. So <laughs> no, in general, in movies, right. she's just like she's very. It's very flat delivery. Flat. I mean, if you oh. you know if you watch the Star Wars movie that she's in, which, which I'm sure you have, and they're so fucking terrible. I worked in the movie theater when that came out, so I've seen it multiple times. It's so. Ba- they're all bad. Mm-hmm. Hi, Annie. Okay. Bad me. I love you. I love you too. Let's have baby. Okay. Even it's, though you're twelve. Um, even though you're 12 and I'm 20 sure mm-hmm. let's grind and then she falls out of the plane and they're like oh my god Pat, princess Padme are you okay and she just jumps up I'm fine you got hurled out of a plane you did a header into a sand dune but <laughs> you died you died you'd have a mark I mean and again that's directing as well I can't totally just blame her no and but... then and then she's pregnant she has her children and she's like luke leia and she dies yeah no but okay now we're gonna pull way back here i mean granted if we talk about the movies we were actually supposed to be talking about we'd be pulling further back um where the heart is we're pushing we're pushing the hues i'm sorry i'm we're in a tangent and i'm okay okay so where the heart is i actually liked her in that role okay and that was before Star Wars, I think. <clears throat> oh, Beautiful Girls. I enjoyed her in Beautiful Girls. Right. So she has she has those roles out there. So I know she can act. But is she Thor? You know? I don't think she can hold a hammer, let alone lift it up. And Muldrow is supposed to be super, you know, only Captain America. Heavy. Right. Only Captain America lift it because he's worthy. Is she worthy? She ain't worthy. Although I will laugh when they announced that one was coming and it was at, I want to say it was at Comic-Con a few years ago, whenever they announced. D23, I think. Oh yes, it was D23. You are correct. Um, one of my PR rep friends that was out there sent me a picture of her standing at the panel holding up uh-huh. and which I'm probably butchering saying that. So whatever, but right. she's like, who is this? And why can she barely hold the hammer? She's like, oh, yeah, but- she Eat works, a steak. She's a PR person for movies. Don't you? I'm like, oh my God, bless. I lo- I'm like, I'm sitting at home in Detroit and I can tell you who that is. Wow. So I was like, oh, and she's been in other Marvel movies that you've worked on, but that's okay. Um, I mean, she was a significant part of two Marvel movies. 
Yeah. I mean, honestly, she had nothing to do. I mean, in the second one, they gave her the one of the stones. Right. And that was like, I mean, she's like, I'm sick. I mean, she didn't do anything. It right. was like. So, hmm. yeah, again, I mean, hmm. I don't, that's coming out next year or the year after, but if they just replace her with Kat Denning, I'm happy. They're not. I know. It'll never happen. They need, I mean, great, that would be a fun choice. I, I mean, she did really good in WandaVision. She was, yeah, she's great. She has that little, that, that dry right. humor, which I think would work really well. Yeah. You know, I mean, Portman has no sense of humor and she has the personality of Elmer's glue. You really so, don't like her. Oh, God. No, I, I, I want to, it's like, I just watch her and I'm like, I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. It, it, it's, it's, it, it, why? Like, okay. I can understand Julia Roberts' personality. She get when she's on the camera. Okay, she turns I was going to say on. we're talking in general, not in Thor. No, I'm just okay. saying for actresses, right? Okay, you can understand. Yeah. Yeah. Julia Roberts, you she's imminently watchable. Absolutely. You watch Sandra Bullock, imminently watchable. Mm-hmm. Jessica Chastain, imminently watchable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are three people who I, I really. Kate Blanchett, ah. Oh, Tilda Swinton is amazing. Right. You know, I, there's so many amazing actresses. Kate Beckinsale, even. You watch her on screen, you can't not watch. Right. That's just reality. Right. You know, it, it's Angelina Jolie blows up the screen. Exactly. Natalie Portman comes on and you're like, who? And yet here she is doing this kind of a role. And, and she, even in her romantic comedies, when she's trying, she was fine in the Ashton Kutcher movie. Didn't she um, actually forget that she was in Star Wars too? Like somebody had made some comment and said, oh, I loved you in Star Wars. And she's like, I was in that? I'm sure she was being, that no, was trying to be a joke. No, they had to, they had to pull it up and show her the listing or something. Like it. Stop it. No, it was something I saw in a video a couple of years, or no, a couple months ago. I'm sorry. It's during the pandemic. Everything's years. Um. And she's like, she honestly, like they were interviewing her for something else and they, she totally just blinked, but. <laughs> yeah. And okay. I don't like Jennifer Aniston. I don't think she's a, a movie star. I think she's a great, as a TV star. Yeah. But um, she plays the same thing in everything. She's plays the same thing in everything. I can at least say on friends. Mm-hmm. I understand. She has a, she has a magnetism. She has a chemistry morning show, I think is the stupidest show in tv history i don't know why people can watch it i, I think she's it. awful in it i think this season has it was literally like just gotta get through it just gotta get through it oh, really gotta, it was so awful i thought okay she now was, terrible. was it because Her of the acting or the subject matter all of it okay it was so terrible all the way every woman i know who has watched it has enjoyed it and i think it is the subject matter more so i just think okay i thought she was bad i don't think she was good um Reese Witherspoon it was like we don't know what to do with her let's give her a brother and we'll have her brother be a drug addict and then let's have the last scene where she's in the middle of a pandemic and she's running through the hospital and suddenly this is okay no it doesn't happen like that and then she can just walk around the streets and no one's recognizing her right come on okay so tell us how you really feel Michael I, I, it was a, that show is a waste of talent. Well, Reese Witherspoon is great. When she's in the oh, right she role, she's great. Legally Blonde. 
awesome. Sweet Home Alabama, awesome. I love that movie. Walk the Line, she's great. Yeah. I mean, there's so many movies that she excels in. And then this is just like, it's boring and they don't give her anything to do. And she's just like paced. And Big Little Lies actually is kind of similar. Like they don't know what to do with her character. Like, oh, she's having marital problems with Adam Scott. Whoopee. Um, <laughs> suck it up, sister. Um, you know, I'm like, oh, look, I'm going to go flirt with the drama teacher. Oh, okay. Life is really hard over there in Monterey Bay. Um, just want to <sighs> smack them all. Nicole Kidman's getting that crap beat out of her by Alexander Skarsgård, who looks really great in that show. Um, but he looks great in everything. Stuff. As I'm thinking of, what was the movie that he was in? Um, Draw Dogs? No. Um, it was, he was playing a Nazi and he was staying in the this people, or this couple's house and he ends up having um an affair with the wife. It was, was James McAvoy that... in it. I don't know. Let me look this. Shit that up. was straw. The straw dogs. He played a. He played like a stalker. No, um, it was not straw Carter. dogs. I can tell you that. Um... He's a really good actor. Um, he really he is. doesn't get. He doesn't get the credit. I think a lot of times that he deserves. And he's very nice to look at. And why is the first? You pull up the IMDb and the, there's the picture of him uh-huh. with a tuxedo top on and underwear. Yes, I'm, I, I'm good. I mean, I'm, I'm for it, but um, no, he's in Passing, which is coming or is on Netflix now. Oh yeah, I, I heard of it. It's actually really good. Um, the Aftermath, it's 2019 film. I think I watched it on the plane on the way home from your house. Oh, because I had wanted to see it and didn't get to theaters or didn't get a screening or something. But yeah, he's really, really good in it. Hmm. It's not a subject matter, but like the couple had just lost their child and it's after the war. And so the name plays on several levels, but interesting. He's, he's the draw for me in a lot of things. So mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. how could he not be? So. But there's, that's what I don't understand. Like, there's so many people that would have been so good. You know, at least he was naked in most of the movies. I mean, there is that. But the acting. Thank God. It was, yeah. I I went to a screening of Tarzan with Margot Robbie. And I was just like so bored. And I felt really bad. Because I enjoy Margot Robbie too. I think she's a great actress. But Margot Robbie is inspired. It was Tarzan. Oh, okay. And you were just that. You forgot that Margot Robbie was in it, right? Yeah, sorry. Adjusting my lighting. I saw. Um, As I turn different colors. In everyone it. forgets Margot Robbie's in Tarzan because everyone yeah. wants to forget Tarzan. Well, everyone wants to forget Tarzan, but like you said, he's naked, so. Plus. I mean, except he, they killed him in True Blood, right? So he can't come back. No, he's in True Blood. He's okay. Oh, so, wait. did they? No, no, he's fine. So he's So he can be in the reboot. Okay, so over the pandemic, I rewatched True Blood. I've watched it like five times, but yes. Um, I and I used to, I was obsessed with True Blood when it came out. I went to the set several times. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, in the Warner Brothers lot, it's still there. Merlot, the exterior is still there. You took um, me there. I took you there. You took I, I me love there. it. It's 
it's one of the it's it's one of those shows that's really fun. Seasons one through five, well, seasons one through four are really good. Season five, it, it, it's two ticks under, and this is the same that happened to Dexter. Um, season six and seven are almost unwatchable, and the the end of True Blood was it just trip it, it it like limped to the to the to the end, right? And it was really um, it was hard. I enjoyed where his character ended up. Mm-hmm. It was kind of great that he ended up with uh, Pam doing the new True Blood with Sarah Newland's face on it and then right. torturing her constantly. That was fun. Uh, it was needed, but... It was needed and it was fun. And it was like, oh, look, I mean, she so deserved it. I didn't like that storyline of the the hub B and all of it. I didn't like yeah. it. Now... And it didn't need to get so big. Like, right. I think, you know, these shows don't need to go so big. It, like, isolated, you know... This is reality in some level. I mean, I guess the heightened version of reality, but this doesn't need to go. Stories are so interesting to me when they're intimate, like Mad Men was so intimate. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be this giant, like the world is ending, all the vampires are dying. And, you know, so but uh, the vampires are dying. That's kind of what they were hoping. Um, yeah, you know, so now, you mentioned Dexter. Have you watched the new one? I love the new one. Yes. They, they, they got it and i'm so happy I, I'm, I'm i'm actually i was telling my actually i talked to a friend of mine this morning and we were talking about it and um he's like if you watch the new dexter and i'm like i it's not dexter no it's a different i think totally it's, different it is and i think the first episode it was it was nice and refreshing and familiar but you didn't have mm-hmm. the voiceover until it kicked in and then it felt yep. like dexter so it still feels like it but it's not the same and I, that's what I love about it. I love right. that they actually took it and they made it a different show. Right. Totally. They got out of uh, Florida, which was actually Long Beach, but that's, that's my story. Um, which they I was obsessed. get out of Florida. Everybody needs yeah. to get out of Florida. I was obsessed with Dexter when it was on too. And the ending was, again, that last season was painful to get through. I, I, I remember going, I got to get through it. I got to get through it. And it was hard. It was yeah. really, really hard um but this is it, it really and jeff Lindsay, who gets should get a lot of credit he was with dexter seasons one through four mm-hmm. and he came back to do this final season just to make the show better to make it end on a high note and okay. that's why michael c hall came back i don't know that i mean okay i know they say it's just one season i really think fans are going to demand more i'm hoping i love the new setting i'm hoping to see where it ends um, I like the kid, the guy, the actor who plays his son Harrison. is really good. He's now, really good. I'm happy that they're tackling and they're actually shedding light on the missing and murdered indigenous women. Yeah. Like you, I hear about it in true crime podcasts, but you don't hear about it on the news. You don't hear it in popular media, but it's this major thing that's happening in the world, in our world around us. And this is the first show that I think that's actually putting a highlight on it. So I think it's really interesting where and I'm actually excited to where it's going to go. Right. Because you know Clancy Brown, mm-hmm. his character is evil, obviously. He's obviously. Clancy Brown, first off. Two, you know he's hunting these women. Right. Three, you know uh, he said his son was alive so he could hunt the killer. Right. And so you know all of this stuff. And it's like, okay. So where's it going from there? Where is it going to go from here? And that last that last episode was really good. It's a different I seen show. The last one yet, so 
it was really good. I, I, every episode has has been really great for me. It's one of those shows. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna put the computer down right. to watch it. And, right. I actually uh, set my phone down. I mean, and right now we have that out. Um, there's new CSI episodes, um, which it's it's weird because we love CSI. We don't remember any of the new people's names. We know they're old people's names that they brought back and we're five or six episodes in. You should have some connection with the characters at this point. Yeah. We know them when they come on the screen. I don't, can't tell you their names. And right. that's a problem. Um, and then there's new episodes of Doctor Who right now. Now, some of those, my phone doesn't get set down for. <laughs> as much as I love <laughs> Doctor Who, I'm sitting there going, okay. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's my favorite bad guy creature thing right now too. And still, it doesn't catch my attention. But Dexter, I'll put my stuff down. Yeah, I'm really loving it. I'm really loving it. And I think it's great to see Michael C. Hall back mm-hmm. and he is back. The way they use Jennifer Carpenter is perfect. I love it. And <clears throat> the way they did it. She's having so much fun doing that. She's having so much fun. And they <laughs> she's back. And it's interesting because she's Deb and she's not Deb at the same time. Right. Um, she's this other version of Deb, and she's doing it's perfect. It, it the way they use it is enough, but not too much. Right. Because too much would be not not right. But they've they've done a really good balance where it's it's just there, right? You know, and not overwhelming the story, and it it it's I mean, really well. And I'm I hoping they the, can keep it up. I know, and I hope it has more than one season. And I like the new location. Yeah, I like it being winter. I don't. And the and the snow then, and well, I mean, it's it's just a great. It's different. It's so it's contextually different, different than Florida. Right. It's much different than Florida. And like, for me, it's, I don't like the winter part because that's reality. Yeah. It's not I mean, reality it's not, <laughs> it, there was snow flying in the air today. So, you know, I have my, my windows open it's like 68 degrees. Oh, you poor freezing baby. I mean, what are you going to do? It's 68. I know it was really sad. It's like 30. I had to wear a jacket one night. Oh no, a whole jacket. <laughs> Whereas I have I have my winter boots and all of that. <laughs> I don't understand what a winter boot is. Yes, you you remember. Mr. Hockey Boy remembers. Oh, I remember. Yes, you remember. You're just happy you don't deal with it anymore. Yeah, I really enjoy I like the girl who plays his girlfriend. Yes. Um she's great. And the her daughter is really good. And they're all good. And they made them very believable, you know, and you believe it's a small town. You get the vibe. You get that this poor kid's been bullied. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, I'm actually, and it hasn't even kicked in yet. It's no. really, it's the, the just, main plot hasn't kicked in. I'm like, oh, Lord. It's just ramping up. And they're there. And it, that's one thing the show did well before is it set the layers in the background. Yeah. Everything later. So yeah, seasons one through four of Dexter, for my humble opinion, which isn't that humble, is some of the best television that's ever been on the air. Yeah. If, if Dexter ended with the end of season four, it would be regarded as one of the best shows of ever to grace the right. air. And it instead is. it went for three more seasons. And then it I mean, wrapped but out. That end, yeah, and that ending where you had uh, Harrison as the baby sitting in the pool of, of blood mm-hmm. and julie bends and you're like oh it was tragic and harsh it was horrible 
Oh, and I, I, so what also made it horrible for me, there was a girl, I was in grad school and a girl posted on Facebook. Oh my God. They killed Rita. Like, Oh, as it happened, I unfriended her right then because I was like, you can't do that. You can't like even walking dead, whatever, give people a day. If they haven't watched in the first 24 hours, I don't care. But when it just is airing, I was so angry at that girl. Well, in Walking Dead, okay, so Walking Dead is another example of a show that was amazing for so many seasons and then now is trickling to the death. And I can't, I'm so bored, it's not even funny. So I haven't stopped, even finished that last season. We haven't, or we stopped when Negan came in. Um, oh, so, you know, so you're way behind. We are way behind, but. That was also when a lot of political stuff and it seemed a lot of parallels right there. And we're just like, let's back off a bit. And then we yeah. just kind of picked it back up. So, yeah. You're probably good of where you ended. I think probably. that was, you know, it's funny because they they tried to keep it there. It was so good. I remember when Beth died. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made these characters so real. And, and you, then now it's like, they just throw someone in to kill them. Right. It just doesn't you know oh we'll give you five episodes and not care right and, and it's just I, I none of the characters I, I don't even care about anybody anymore i'm like i don't know who these people are i've watched it All and that's the problem terrible. when it's you don't connect and you don't relate to the characters then it's what's yeah. the point and then they it's like they realize we can't just kill everybody oh so we're going to keep these guys alive and i'm like these are the people you should have killed right because if father gabriel and his wonky eye grace the screen one more time i'm gonna kill him well and you know none of them i care about i care about none of them let them all die there were some of the episodes that i was always like okay i would call them lord of the ring episodes where they're literally walking for an hour yep okay i understand the title i understand the multiple layers and meaning in the title i do right but i cannot freaking watch that for hours I don't like the Lord of the Ring movies because you know what? Cut all the walking out. You get one movie within a decent time. I don't need all the travel. Just, I can't. It's not my type of thing. You know, just like Dune is not my type of thing. I know this when I go into things. And, you know, for a show and I'm watching the whole thing and they're just walking for an hour. That's all they do. I can't. So They just walk. They just walk and walk and walk and walk and walk. Yep. I can't do it. So, you know. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm glad that show is ending. I haven't, I tried to watch Fear the Walking Dead and I, I, I hated every character on there. I want them all to die. So I, I stopped after like two episodes. Right. And then I hear it got better, but, uh, and? and then um, I didn't even watch The World's End or whatever the other one was. And, you know, I, I'm I just. Checked out of it. It's, you know. It, you know, you can't, you can't milk a show this long and, and it's hard creatively. It was so good for a long time. It was. I mean, uh, Andrew Lincoln, when, it, when he, when I think, I think their downfall was when they killed Carl. Right. And it was kind of like, and that's when Andrew Lincoln was like, why am I here now? Right. What's the point? We know What's she's gone. Point? We know he's gone. You know, Lori. My wife died. My girlfriend's going to be leaving. My son just got killed. I'm raising my ex-best friend's baby who was having an affair with my wife who wasn't really her fault and but it's not my son and not my daughter I can he was a piece right 
So, you know, it's like watching Riverdale now. I'm like, no. We no. watched the first season and that's all we watched. I enjoyed it for like up until they graduated. So even that last season was like, I'm, it, I was anger watching. Yeah. And then they graduated high school. And then the next episode was Archie came back after a five year time jump. And then yeah, the time jump thing is a little confusing. It was really weird. And then, then none of them talked anymore. Suddenly Veronica got married to some rando who is abusive. Betty's in the FBI. Jughead was had a book. And then he's now he's bad. And they all decide to take time off to be substitute teachers to Riverdale High. And so Veronica's okay. dad still wants to kill. I'm like, I'm out. Would you ever go back to your high school and be a substitute teacher at the high school you attended? I did. You subbed? Uh-huh. Why? Well, I was thinking in my head, um, after I graduated college, I wanted to move to LA. Okay. So I wanted to work. And I also was like, well, <clears throat> I could be a teacher. I, I mean, I was debating about it. I was like, it could be something I wanted to do. Um, be even more poor. I know, right? Poor teachers uh, do not get paid what they need to. No. And so I, I, I was a debate for me. Mm-hmm. And so it was really an easy entrance. Okay. Because I didn't have to go and do anything else. I'm like, well, let me let me experience it. Right. And so I just kind of signed up, you know, because I had a bachelor's, so it was easy, and uh, it was also good because I I had left for two months or three months to come to here, mm-hmm. and uh, I needed a way to make money at the same time. So it was great because it wasn't I had to be nine to five. It was. They call me in the morning and come in, or they would be like, hey, can you come in this week for this teacher and blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm really glad I did it, to be frank. Really? See, it, it was it was right out of college, though. Okay. It wasn't like I had anything else. I was, and I was, and then I came, I did, I went to college with this modeling conference. Mm-hmm. And then I, and then I, then it was between the modeling conference, I came back and then it was like, all right, let's figure out. What you want to do when you grow up. What I want to do when I grow up, which I'm still figuring out. We all and, do. And then I was like, let me sell my house in Detroit and move out. So in the interim, I had a lot of time. Yeah. That I, you know, well, I do you get a job? Do you do this? Do you do this? It was perfect because they would call me in the morning. I'd go in, I'd come, you know, I would be off by three, you know, and, and repeat, rinse and repeat, you know. And I got a great taste of what being a teacher was like. And it wasn't you know? for you. You know, honestly, I really liked it. Really? Um, the the kids were really fun they I was young so there was a different perspective yeah like they thought and they because you know they would be like you know trying to front me all the time and I'm like I don't care right and you're I, like you're 22 or whatever <clears throat> going yeah whatever <laughs> whatever kid and they would try to be like smart asses and I would I would do it back but tenfold and the kids would just be like and I'm like, I don't care. Like, we're going to tell. And I go, bring it. And then they would just sit there like, I don't know what to do right now. Right. And, and then it was, you're so cool. See, yeah. I didn't mind teaching at the collegiate level. Because. Well, right. Different you know, story. That is, it's a whole different world. And if the students are being stupid, you can tell them to knock their shit off and it's fine. Yeah. My high school 
I don't even want to go back to the town and deal with stuff. I don't want to go into my own high school and teach. It was funny. I, I did a lot of junior high and high school. Okay. And because no one like no one wanted to do junior high. So they always gave it to me because I, would do I it. just you did it. Care. I was able the my the principal was like, you have a way where you can literally discipline the kids and make them do things that no one else can do because of you, of who you are. Hmm. She's like, because you just have a different way. And and she goes, it's it's different and no one else could do it, but you could get away with it because it's who you are. I'd probably be in trouble now because all the new oh, restrictions probably. or whatever. But like there was this one kid and he was just like, he was just that guy, you know, oh, I'm so cool. And he goes, da, 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 I'm going to leave. And I'm like, go. And the guy looked at me and I'm like, get out. I don't care. And he goes, right. well, well, and I go, what? And it was in front of the entire class. I go, what? Now you're not going to go. Now you're going to sit there and you're going to say, and you're going to be like, oh, I'm not going to go. because I'm telling you, you can go, go. I don't care. I don't care. Go wander the hall and do nothing all day. If that's what you want to do, but don't try to act all big and bad in front of this class because everyone knows that you're just a punk and no one cares. Right. And he stood there and he goes, oh, and he laughed. He walked out of the door and he sat outside the class. He looked at the window and he's like, no one's coming after me. No one know what to do. 10 minutes later, he slunk back into class and sat in a chair. And I looked at him. I go, yeah, that's right. Right. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there was so many fun stories like that. Actually, okay. So when I was leaving the junior high, well, this is not even a topic. When I was leaving, and this is a, <laughs> such a great fun story. I remember it was it was Christmas break. Oh, God, I wasn't actually gone yet. It was a Christmas break. And it was, it was like, the teachers all were like, where are all the kids? And they're like, they're all in Mr. Mike's room. So I well, made to call him Mr. Mike. Literally, I had like... 70 kids bouncing off the walls and i'm like how did you guys spontaneously combust what is happening what did you do and i i, I was like i don't care because everyone wanted to hang out in my room and i'm like oh, fine whatever and all the other teachers were like we had nothing to do they were so excited <laughs> but when i was uh when i was leaving for good everyone knew i was coming to california at that point and it was our, our school was like a it was like a U. So it was like wall, wall, wall. And there's a parking in the middle mm -hmm. of the U and then you leave that way. And I, 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 when I left my last day, uh, I didn't have my last hour. It was like a conference hour. So I was leaving early before the rest of everybody. So I'm like, well, let me get out of here before school ends, you know, and all of that stuff. And you're dealing with the buses and the traffic and da, 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 da. So I'm leaving and all of a sudden, I just hear windows popping from all around this U and kids screaming, bye, Mr. Mike, from one end. And this other one's like, have a good time in California. We miss you. Or, you know, and all this, all this, and I was waving at everybody and I was leaving and uh, I'm like, oh, you know, it was kind of fun, you know, you that I had that. a screenplay in the future. It will. I already copywritten it. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> but it was fun to have those three or four months or whatever I did that for you know, that I was able to, you know, pay my experience. mortgage and, and I had that experience and um, I was good. Like it, 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 it's, it, it filled that need. Good. I just know for me personally, I would never do it at the high school that I went to. I, I didn't have a lot of, high, I did a bunch. It was totally different. The high school was different than, than what it was. I remember doing gym for like a week and a half and I was just like, wow. 
I don't remember it being like this. Hmm. Very angry. Kids were very, very angry. Really? Yeah, there was one. You remember the other gym teacher who fit the gym teacher profile for females? She would come up to me. I was just watching this kid. And he was like, just beating this sock, just basketball. And she goes, and I was just watching them. And I'm like, and she goes, it's scary, right? When you watch some of these kids and what they're dealing and all they have. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't. I don't understand. Like, it was like, I, it, it took a lot to process, right? you know, but it's also, and it was, you're seeing you know, it from an adult's perspective versus of kids at that point too. Let's put adults in quote, please. I got it. I don't ever want, I don't think I'll ever be an adult. I think I'll always be a toy around kid. Well, there's no point to grow up. No point. No point. So I think we've really, um, we were quite far from our topics. Mm-hmm. Our, uh, we haven't even discussed the movies that we were supposed to discuss. So I guess next week we'll be discussing the news movies. Well, we can, or do you want to choose other ones? No, it's like, I mean, those are two of my favorite movies. So, you know, so next week we'll be talking pretty big Because <laughs> we didn't get to that today because we talked about X Men and FYC and. Mm-hmm. Becky's Becky's illustrious singing career um and all this other stuff so yes that singing career you're never going to find anything on oh come on you know you want you don't want to do it come on go la 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 you want to do it just do it once come on oh bless no can't get you out of my head anyway you do oh, it. oh 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 anyway sort of on topic or you know what we're actually doing here Mm-hmm. Over our extra week off, we didn't plan to take. Um, I was able to finally get us on the last two podcast formats. Yay! So yeah. all seven people can hear us. We currently have, let me pull this up. We have an estimated audience of four. Thank Woo-hoo! you. Much. Not anybody from either of our households, but that's okay. Um, but we are on, let me see. We are on Anchor, Apple, Google, Overcast, Breaker, Castbox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Yay, Stitcher! That's exciting. We're on all of the major formats, and so, no one is listening, and that's just dandy. But the, but we're we've got four. I have a friend that's been doing this for a year and a half. She has five, so we're doing okay. Really? Yeah. We're doing okay. You know what? We're starting out, but we also went into this with the expectation that we're just doing it for fun. If it goes somewhere, great. If it doesn't, we get to talk about movies and see where it takes us. This is literally a phone conversation that we'd have normally. So we just decided to make a weekly call out of it so everyone can share. Right. And you you get to weekly make fun of Billy and... Oh, I'm Billy. I like cheese. And we get to talk about <laughs> movies and TV and all of the stuff that, you know, we do when we avoid the real world. Yeah, Billy, um, Billy's big in Canada. I, tw- I used to lie to... You said that, that last time, too. <laughs> he reminded me of that uh, this weekend, so I wanted to mention that again. What, what are you even talking about? He's big in Canada. He, apparently, he makes hockey cards. Um, that's what he claims he does. And so he says he's big in Canada. Like people know his name. And I go, yeah, people know your name because you're stalking prepubescent children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Will you sign my photo? I'm <sighs> Billy. 
just like that did he do that in san diego no he didn't come to san diego he it was too long of a drive for him did he, he come went, to your thanksgiving we, no he canceled thanksgiving so i didn't get the billy drunk billy oh because drunk billy's like hey i'm uh i'm uh oh i'm billy like he forgets who he is he forgets who he is yeah yeah i didn't get everyone drunk this year i mean i think i got everyone pretty pretty hypedly buzzed um, except for the children yeah i did um no no even them i did a uh i did a special drink this year my drinks are heavy pours so everyone okay. you know it was the yeah. stay puff marshmallow drink in honor of ghostbusters afterlife mm-hmm. and so i took uh vanilla ice cream and then i did vodka and then i did whipped cream vodka and then i made homemade toasted marshmallow syrup nice which was delightful and then i I combined all that in a blender with some ice so really to to put that into perspective there was no mixer (laughs) it was all vodka like it was pure it was just vodka and then i topped it with whipped cream i took a peep shaped like a snowman and Mm -hmm. i lit it on fire so it was toasted and then I put the fire out and that's what the drink was. And it tasted, you. it was dangerous because you didn't, you couldn't taste anything. And uh, it, it was probably about 10 shots of vodka. That's not good. I mean, it's good, but it's not good. Yeah. And it, I had a couple of people like, you know, falling down there, but you know, it was all right. We ate pretty soon after. So I guess that's that good. didn't totally hit it. That's but like then if the- you do it in the beginning, people don't get sober by the time they leave and that's positive yeah you need to make sure that they have stuff to soak it up right you know between the between the 10 pounds of mashed potatoes and the giant trays of thanksgiving stuffing that's a lot of potatoes dude yeah i made 10 pounds of potatoes i made two giant trays of stuffing which was very it's very ornate stuffing um it takes a long time and then i made a 25 pound turkey but you had a lot and of people over. I had 10 people. This was a yeah. smaller group than we usually have. Usually we have like 20 people. Um, but I, we were limiting it this year because it was COVID and we still wanted to be good, you know? Right. And so we, we did bubbles and pods and whatever the hell that all did. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, at the uh, screening days, the second day, we I ordered a drink from the bar at the theater. It's called Mr. Grinch. And it was... Oh captain and malibu sprite and pineapple and something else nice it tasted just like i was drinking pineapple and sprite that was yeah bad i mean bad because it was so easy and i was like mm. so if you need something for your yeah. christmas party have fun that'll be a fun one maybe next year because i'm not doing a christmas party um i'm actually gonna put my fandom tree up today but oh, yeah do you need fandom yeah, ornaments I well no, I have all the Star Trek ships and the Star Wars ships, and I have a DeLorean from Back to the Future, and I have some of the Serenity Firefly ships. Okay. So it's like, and it's a this year it's a black tree, so it looks like space. With lights, so it lights up. Yeah, you're, you're channeling the nerdiness. Yeah. Oh, it's a geek tree. Let me tell you. And where are and the there's pictures? an alien. There's an alien from um, Aliens on there too. A Tron, the Tron light cycle. Okay, so where are the pictures of this tree? It's not up yet. It will oh, be up soon. You're shortly. doing that today. That's my plan. Okay. Um, yeah. 
I've, I've, I don't know. I have been debating if I'm even doing a tree again this year. I didn't last year. We're, you know, we're not doing family Christmas again. So. Yeah, I leave, um, I leave to see my mom for a week, so. Oh, so but. we will have to coordinate when we're going to make sure we get our recordings done so we don't take extra weeks off. We have those four people, and those, those four people are like, where's the fucking podcast? You don't know, they could be. I haven't checked the email. Let me check that and see if we've got any, anything, any, anything. Like, where's that podcast, damn it? Why are you talking about Pretty and Pink? What is happening? Ooh, we have two emails. One's from Google and one's from WordPress. But yeah, I'm telling you, they're my favorites. They are. Oh, and they're gone. Oh, and we have one from Anchor too. Okay. There we go. So, you know. Well, all right. So thank you guys, all four of you, for joining in. Maybe it's two now. I don't know. Um, maybe we've lost people. For an hour and a half discussion on nothing we were supposed to discuss. I know. Well, you know, that's why we're here. So um, have a delightful holiday season and we will talk about Pretty in Pink and Ferris Bueller next week. And then we'll talk about some Christmas movies yeah. that we both love, which I'm sure everyone knows. But um, I'm sure Becky's like, let's talk about the holiday again, but we're not no. going to So No, I already know which holiday movie I'm going to make you watch. And it's not a traditional holiday one. I mean, it is. Gremlins? Huh? Gremlins? No. It's a Did Christmas movie. Post? Did you see I know. my post That's about why I brought it up. <laughs> I will never watch that movie, you jerk. Oh. Um, well, guess whose selection that is? No. No. Yes, it is. As Between... soon as you posted that, I'm like, oh, yeah. <sighs> you ass. No. That's mean. But that's next week, and you might forget by then. So I really won't. Now really, I won't, especially. You really should. anyway thank you all for listening and like i said we're on all the major podcast networks now we will be back next week finally talking about the john hughes movies yay yay so we will and becky will be singing her kylie minogue melody for everybody she's gonna prepare it for this weekend sure 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 whatever he says all right (laughs) (laughs) later